Welcome to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. Today I'll be discussing the situations in which you should consult a real estate attorney because real estate agents are not authorized to give you legal advice. One such situation is if you have a dispute between a landlord and a tenant and you're either the tenant or the landlord and you're disputing with the other party. So if you've already written them a nicely worded letter and they haven't responded favorably, it's best to consult with an attorney at this point and seize all communications with the other party until the attorney has given you further instructions. Especially if you're the landlord in this scenario, it's a very good idea to consult with an attorney because in San Francisco and the California as a whole, the rules regarding landlords and tenants are in favor of the tenants, especially in cities such as San Francisco, Berkeley, Oakland, there are a lot of regulations against landlords in favor of tenants. So as a landlord, you really want to make sure you're doing everything by the law or else you might find yourself having to pay your tenants hundreds of thousands of dollars if you do something wrong. Another situation in which you would do good by consulting with an attorney if there is a property boundary dispute between you and the neighbor. For example, you just bought a new house and you think you know, you own an entire one acre and you start building all kinds of sheds, maybe a pool, but then your neighbor comes up and says, hey, what are you doing? You're building on my property. You don't have the full acre. You have like 0.75 acres and not the full acre. And so when there's a property dispute like that, it's really best to consult an attorney. I mean, first you can try to go to the go to the city and county and find out if they have maps of the boundary line and you can consult those maps. You can show them to their neighbor, but your neighbor might say something like, oh, but, you know, the previous owner of my house has thought that this was their property. And so there's a lot of confusion that may not be resolved, even if there are clear maps of the boundary line. So it's best to consult an attorney who will help you find an amicable solution with your neighbor. Another prickly thing you might face is land use or zoning dispute. For example, you bought a two-unit building and you were very excited about living in one of the units and renting the other one to get some income, but then you find out that it's actually a single-family home. It's zoned as a single-family home and you're not allowed to rent the other unit out. Or on the opposite hand, you might have bought a single family home to live in it as a single family home but then you find out that actually it's a two unit building and you can't just live in you know the entire house you have to treat the other part of it as its own separate unit so in cases like this uh, it's best to consult an attorney especially if you're trying to earn some extra income and legalize a second unit You know, you can't just rent out a unit illegally if the unit is unpermitted because that creates a whole slew of problems. If you're renting out an illegal unit, you can't do anything if the tenant stops paying rent. You can't evict the tenant. Like the law will not help you at all if you're renting out an illegal unit. So it's best to get lawyered up and solve this issue so you can live in your home as you want to live in it. Usually, once a buyer is in contract to purchase a house, everything goes smoothly and even if there are some minor kinks along the way, they're ironed out very quickly and the buyer gets the house. Sometimes you may encounter point-of-sale issues in which either one or both parties are unable to perform within the timeline. 
Let's say you're a home buyer who has entered into contract to buy a home and you have a 21 day loan contingency. So your loan is supposed to be fully underwritten and ready to pay for the purchase of your home within 21 days. But then something happens along the way. For example, maybe your lender gets sick, so they're unable to underwrite your loan in time. And so you request for a little extension from the seller, maybe just a couple of days, or maybe you need another week. And that will also affect when escrow closes and when you get the keys to the house. Now, most sellers are very understanding and they allow you the extension, especially if you've already done your 3% good faith deposit because then they can see you're serious about purchasing the home. But some sellers are very impatient and they don't like extensions, so they tell you no, you need to perform within the time frame or else the deal is off. So, in this case, depending on where you live, you might have some legal options to kind of force the seller to give you that extension. So, I'd suggest talking to a real estate attorney in this case and find out what options you have. Lastly, the number one reasons for most real estate lawsuits is the failure to disclose a material fact. This is especially important for sellers because when you're selling your home, you have to fill out all kinds of documents as truthfully as you can about the condition of the property, any problems you might have had with the property or the neighborhood. You have to let the buyer know everything that may be relevant. A material fact is something that sways your position of whether to buy the house or not, like a significant issue or a fact that you, as the new owner, need to know before enjoying the property. Something like foundation issues would be a material fact because the new buyer may be out a large sum of money to do repairs. Noisy neighbors would be another material fact because the new homeowner may not get the level of peace and quiet they were expecting when they bought the house. Unpermitted space is a material fact also because it affects whether you can rent out the space or even live in it. When in doubt about the condition of the house, do your own inspection so you know what exactly you're buying. If you find something wrong, you may be able to get a credit from the seller to cover the repairs. Keep in mind though, if you write it in your offer that you would like the seller to credit you for repairs, the seller may be put off by that and reject your offer. The best time to discuss repairs and possible credit is when you are already in contract to purchase a home and have established trust with the seller. Going back to point of sale issues and when you would need legal advice, you would need legal advice if you find there's something wrong with the house that the seller has not disclosed and the seller is unwilling to admit it. Thank you for listening to Veronica's real estate tips. I greatly appreciate your support. I hope now you have a better idea of when to seek legal advice when dealing with real estate transactions. 